Hello everyone, and welcome to a special episode of Saturday Morning Cartoons. I'm Dave Trumbor, Collider's Animation Editor, and today it's my pleasure to bring you an interview with the one, the only, Amber Nash, the voice of Pam Poovey from the FXX series, Archer. We'll be getting into some spoilers pretty early on, so consider this your spoiler warning, and feel free to tune out in 3, 2, 1. Okay, here we go. The season 10 finale of Archer just aired last week, and some surprising revelations came with it. After three years in a coma, enjoying genre-themed adventures, Sterling Archer is now conscious once more. That means that season 11 will be a return to form of sorts, but the rest of the spy agency hasn't just been sitting around. Archer will have some catching up to do. I get a chance to chat with Amber about the events of season 10, the evolution of her character over the years, and where she thinks season 11 is headed from here. Please enjoy. Uh, first of all, also, I want to say thank you for representing Atlanta. It's rare that I actually get to talk to somebody here. I'm, I live in Decatur, so I'm based out of Atlanta. It's rare I actually get to talk to somebody here, so that's nice. I know, and it's such a great city, and I feel like people don't even realize it, especially people that haven't been here before. Yeah, we got to bring more people here. More jobs, more everything here. That's right. Uh, did you get a chance to go out to Comic-Con recently for Archer again this year? Yeah, we went out to San Diego for the big Comic-Con a couple weeks ago, and it was insanity as usual, but always a really fun time. Uh, how many years does that make for you guys with the Archer team? Um, actually, I realized this year that this is my eighth Comic-Con. Um, okay. Those guys went, season two was the first time that Archer went, but I wasn't, um, I don't think I went season two. Um and uh, I think it was just like Aisha and John, because they were like, we don't know if this is a thing people are into or not. Right. <laughs> they sent a small group. Yeah. How's it been for you then over the years getting to see not only your character kind of like transform and become increasingly insane and crazy in all the best possible ways, but to see the fans respond to that too? How's that been? It's been insane. Like, it's so crazy and wonderful because I really do love my character. Um, and I'm biased, of course, but I do think she's the best character on the show. And um, it's been fun to watch her kind of come into her own. I think in the beginning she was she was very much just like a, a secondary character that they just kind of pulled her in when they needed her. And, and now she's a fully formed uh, uh, person, for lack of a better term. And she has all different kinds of skills. And, um, you know, she's become kind of like a body positive, sex positive, like animated icon, which is so fun and crazy. I, I tell people all the time that I'm like proud of Pam, <laughs> which is so weird to say, but it's really been amazing to watch her grow and to watch the fans' reactions to her. And like people are always like, oh, my girlfriend's just like Pam or like Pam is my spirit animal. And like so many people have tattoos of Pam and it's just really been wonderful. I'm so happy that she's such a great character and I'm so lucky that I get to be the voice of that character. Absolutely. One thing I love about Pam is that every all the other characters, for the most part, have kind of like, you know, they're all very well written and the, they're, they're kind of lived in after all these years. Pam gets to kind of, she feels a little freer. It's almost like they can, yeah. you can turn her into an alien rock monster for this season. And it's kind of just like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, she really can almost fit into any mold, which is crazy. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. She's definitely a little bit more – she's not as static. She, she can right. – because, you know, like, even Krieger, Krieger was like Crackers was the bird last season. and <laughs> But, like, Lana's always Lana because she needs to be, you know, and um, Archer's always Archer. So it is really fun to, to be one of those – that's one of the great things about not being one of the main, main characters yeah. is that you have the freedom to – your characters get to do the fun stuff. 
definitely. Uh, you you had a recent interview with uh, Newsweek that was great. It talked about the evolution of your character. Uh, I think it's probably safe to say that this version of it is the most insane that we've seen so far. But what's what's your take on this particular iteration of Pam? Yeah, I think that every season they are the same character people and the biggest assholes to each other that they always are. It's one of the things that's really fun about it. Um, and then uh, Pam being the rock monster has just been like, they told me when they when they were creating her that she was going to be the size of a dump truck compared to everybody else. <laughs> uh, and, and she was pretty big last season, too. She was, like, really muscular and stacked last season. Yeah. So I was super excited to see what she looks like. And um, the funny thing is, is Chad Hurd, who is one of the, the artists on the show at Floyd County, and he just tweeted a couple days ago one of the first iterations of what they were trying to make Pam look like. And they went back and forth with the network. And, you know, we're trying to get approval of what they exactly wanted the Pam Rock Monster to be. And it's so funny looking because it's like kind of dopey looking. The first, at least this is one of the newer or the early ones. And it was really funny to see how dopey they started. And now, you know, when it, the finishing Pam is like so strong and crazy, but she's got the same heart, which I think is great because then you can click right back into that character immediately. And you're like, oh, yeah, I know this, I know this person. She might look a little bit different, but I totally, I know who she is. And I know how she's going to react to stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. It was it was sort of like the first time you see her on screen, you're just kind of like, who and what is going on? And then as soon as your voice comes through, you just snap right back into that and you're just like, oh, it's Pam. And it was like a super cool moment. Yeah. And then she has, you know, you get to have like fun throughout the episodes too by showing off different powers or different, you know, eccentricities of the character too that just kind of come out of left field. So that, that made it a lot of fun. Totally. One of the only things that I regret is that I wish that I had known, like I was able to find out more about where she came from, like, where's she from, and what, wh- who are all these creatures, and, like, where do they live, and it's just never explained, of course, because Archer's in a coma, and so right. he doesn't care, he's not going into Pam's backstory in this new form of hers, so that's the only thing that I wanted to know more about. Exactly, I'm sure the fans out there feel the same way, and then on that topic, uh, how has it been for you and the rest of the cast and, and the writing team as well to get to explore these specific genres over the last three seasons as a bit of a departure from where you've been and where you're going next? Yeah. Yeah, I've really loved it. I know it's been controversial. Like, fans either are, like, on board or they absolutely hate it. People on Twitter are just always like, when are you going back to the real world? And always complaining. And the thing I always say, which I think is really true, is that if you're doing comedy, especially a show that's been on on the air for 10 years, if you're doing comedy and it's going to stay fresh, you've got to take risks and, you know, do crazy stuff. And I think that Adam Reed, who's the um, the creator of the show and the primary writer for most of uh, all the 10 seasons, I think he was getting bored and he needed to shake it up. And so that reinvigorated him. And for us, like, you know, to get to play, like, a gender-neutral detective and a rock creature and, like, a basically like an Amazon, they call her Amazon, <laughs> like an Amazon woman um, from, from Danger Island. Like it was so cool and different. And like every season when it started, it was like exciting for us as actors to be like, Ooh, how are they, they going to change the character this time? And so I thought it was really nice. And I, I, uh, I liked screwing around and doing different things because, you know, if this is a show I'm on, the fact that I'm not just in a spy show, but I'm in, you know, a sci-fi show and an island adventure. Like, it really has been fun. It's been, it's been nice for all of us to, to keep it fresh. 
Definitely. And first of all, I'm, I'm shocked to hear that anybody on Twitter is complaining about anything. Um, but for me personally, <laughs> yeah, uh, for, I, I love it. I mean, I love, I'm a huge genre fan to begin with, but the fact that, you know, Archer as a series kind of took this left turn and I mean, based on some complications and stuff from the real world, what with the name of the spy organization and all that too. I like that they just, everybody took it in that, uh, that direction and did something wildly imaginative and inventive with it. So personally, I like that. I'm almost on the other side now where I'm like, uh, I wish I would have seen some more genre seasons because now we're going back, you know, the, the season three That's finale. Right. Yeah. Just happened. Yeah. Um, before we get mm-hmm. kind of into that finale and, and what's going to maybe come next, you're still doing the Archer After Hours with uh, Lucky, is that correct? Yeah, actually, uh, we had our last one uh, on, on Wednesday after the, the finale of right. Season 10, and it's been so much fun to do. We just really, um, Lucky and I have known each other for 20 years, way before we started doing Archer, because we come from the same theater company in Atlanta, Dad's Garage. And uh, we've so we've done live stage shows for years that's where we come from and so we were like man we just really want to do uh something for the fans and kind of like a talk show and um we we approached fx we approached them last season about it but we didn't have enough time to get it together uh for season nine but then season 10 came along and they're like okay guys go for it um and they put it uh on uh, facebook live and it's been so much fun like doing a live show um, was really fun, and uh, a bunch of people from Dads come down and, and, and are our audience, and it's just been really, really cool, and it's a different thing. People aren't used to seeing Lucky and I do that, that watch Archer, because they don't live in Atlanta and get to see us on stage all the time, right. but it's fun to kind of get to show people the other stuff that we do. Yeah, exactly, and you guys, you get, well, I don't know about Lucky, but I know you have a, a background in improv as well. I didn't know if Lucky did or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lucky does as well. Cool. So uh, I'm curious yeah. how much of that, now you guys have been together doing this for, for years now, how much of Archer comes directly from the script, whether it's uh, Adam Reed or, or whoever else is writing the episode, how much of that comes directly from the page and how much of it is being able to improv or play a little bit in the recording booth? I think that they like to work with us because we're improvisers. Right. Um, Lucky and I worked with the guys that make the show um, on the previous show they did, Frisky Dingo, and other improvisers from our theater also. And so I think that they like to work with improvisers, but I will say that um, most of the show is scripted. The scripts are just so tight and have gone through notes and rewrites and other versions, and there's just not a lot of room for it, but they do enjoy... Um, kind of screwing around a little bit. So we'll always read the lines as they're written um, a few times. And then Casey, who's our director and a producer on the show, will be like, oh, well, let's try it this way. Or if the timing's not feeling right, or if it doesn't necessarily sound like something that would come out of Pam's mouth, or it's not working as I'm saying it or delivering it, then we'll kind of screw around. Or if like one of us is inspired by something and make a joke in the booth, we'll record a version with the joke. Um, so there is some of that, but it's not a whole lot. Because uh, it's, it's just not needed. Definitely. Yeah, I was wondering, this was a lead into my next question, just a very uh, indulgent question for me. Were there any other pasta themed spaghetti vacation puns that you guys came up with that didn't <laughs> make the cut? No, but those were really one of my fun. I like, I really like dumb, like dad jokes. I really enjoy them. Um, so I really liked those too. But there weren't; those were all of them. We we tapped out on those. That was so good. And I, of course, was super nerdy trying to like look up synonyms for for different types of vacations and pasta. I couldn't come up with it, but I'm also not an improv artist. So. Um. <laughs> Before I run out of time with you, I definitely want to touch base on the finale. Um, so, mm-hmm. obviously, big changes. So, Archer is now 
out of his coma. Uh, I don't think the rest of the team knows that yet because we're left with just a really nice scene between uh, Archer and Mallory. That was actually really nice, yeah. almost fourth wall breaking levels of like, like heartbreak there. Um, yeah. What do you think is up next for Pam now that Archer's back back around? I mean, I don't know if you guys have talked season 11 stuff at all. I know the renewal news just came out recently. Have you heard anything? Do you know anything? Can you tease anything? Yeah, so I know that um, they are still working on the first episode. I think that there has been a few drafts, so it's definitely close, because I think we're going to start recording again soon. Um, but we do know, like, as you said at the end, uh, Archer wakes up from his coma, and uh, the scene with Mallory, I got to watch it at Comic-Con oh, with, cool. with everybody in this giant room of people, and to hear the reaction of all the fans when Archer woke up was so incredible because I'm usually sitting at home by myself watching the episode so that was amazing and it was so sweet but also weird because they're weird and it's a comedy so it got a little weird <laughs> for a minute there um, but it's so sweet like when it pans over and you see her like little bed it's yeah. just like so fantastic. Um, but so the world's gone on without him I think is the big kind of that's where we're going so he's been in a coma for three years but the agency's still there um, everybody's still working at the agency so kind of what has everybody been up to um, I haven't gotten any information about what Pam's up to but I'm assuming she has to have kind of risen the ranks and is maybe in charge of something other than HR uh, maybe she's out in the field more often I think they are planning I think I maybe heard a little bit of a rumor that they're planning on kind of making everybody um, field agents you know it's like because before it was like Cheryl and I and, we're always, and Cyril were always in the office right. and so maybe kind of making us more out in the field but I think it's gonna be fun because Archer's like you know he's he's atrophied like his his body's weak he uh, he doesn't you know Lana's moved on and is probably married to somebody else and you know he's got a kid now that's like three years older than so it's like I think gonna be him kind of a fish out of water and people figuring out how to deal with with Archer and after they've kind of moved on and he wants to be in charge because he thinks he's the best thing ever and so it's going to be fun to kind of get back to those places and figure out what's going to happen. So, uh, and Gannick, uh, he's one of the writers that wrote, um, he wrote uh, Mr. Deadly, which was episode five of this so season. so good. Such a good episode. A really yeah. Great, yeah, he's been a really great writer for the show. And so he is writing the first episode, I believe. So that's really exciting. Very cool. Yeah, Archer looks better coming out of a coma of three years than I do after one night of sleep. So the, the magic of cartoons, <laughs> I guess. Oh, God. <laughs> um, you, so you don't know too much about what Pam's, Pam may be doing as far as specifics, but how do you think she would react to learn all the things that Archer kind of like imagined of his three years in a coma? Like maybe they share that in the future. I don't know if they're that open with each other, but how do you think she would react to finding all that insanity out? I think she'd love it. I think she might be one of the only people that would be willing to like, you know, it's like when your friend's like, oh, I had a dream about you. And you're like, oh, go, here we go. So I have to listen about this crazy dream you had. And I think Pam would be like one of the only people that would be like, oh, boy, let's get into it. Like, tell me all about it over some beers. Um, so I think Pam would totally, totally dig it. Lana, on the other hand, would hate every minute of it and wouldn't want to hear any of it. <laughs> she does have anger issues, so that's definitely in keeping with the character. <laughs> Uh, before I run totally. out of time, this, this may be my last question for you, depending. Um, what is up next for you in addition to Archer, and what you know specifically is going on for you in the Atlanta area? Oh, well, I'm always 
going to Dad's Garage, um, which is the improv theater in Atlanta that I've always worked at, and I, I will continue to work at as long as I'm here. Um, and Lucky's always there, too, so we're always doing different shows. Um, we are gearing up. My husband and I have a, a production company that's gearing up to make a feature film that will be hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll sh- be shooting later this year. That'll be like a super low-budget indie film um, about a woman in comedy, um, with dealing with her career, but she's also got a bro- uh, an adult brother with special needs and, and it's holidays, and there's just it's a lot of fun. It's gonna be a really sweet movie, but a lot of comedy also. Um, and then hopefully we don't know yet, but hopefully Lucky and I really want to do some more Archer After Hours for next season. So we'll have to see what FX thinks and, and if they'll let us do it again. Definitely, that'd be cool. Do you do you have a title for the short indie film that you guys are working on, or not yet? The working title right now is. Um, uh, what's what's wrong with Christmas or something like that? <laughs> okay, cool. I'll keep it on. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much for your time today, and best of luck uh, with all those projects going ahead. And congratulations on the season eleven renewal. Definitely looking forward to seeing more yeah, of Archer thank and you so Thanks. It was great talking to you. Thanks again. You too. Dave here again to say thanks for listening, and a special thank you to Amber Nash for taking time out of her busy schedule to chat with us about all things Archer and more. Please be sure to tune in to FXX in the future for Archer Season 11, and, as always, follow along with Saturday Morning Cartoons, remember that's morning with a U, for the latest news, reviews, and interviews from the world of animation. Thanks for listening.